Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. In this week's episode of Grow Guides, we're going to be talking about CalMag. Last week, we covered NPK. This week, we're covering CalMag. And on the next episode of Grow Guides, we're going to be discussing PK. Uh, then you have a pretty decent idea of all of the nutrients, all of the major nutrients anyway, that a cannabis plant needs and how you should be using them. There's lots of information in this episode about CalMag, how you can notice if there's a CalMag deficiency, how you can treat a CalMag deficiency, also CalMag excess, and good brands of different types of CalMag that you can use as well, whether you're in cocoa, hydro, soil. We give all the answers we can here in this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn some things. Make sure you roll something nice before you begin with Grow Guides. And I hope this episode is useful to you. So uh, I'll leave you with the Grow Guides for now, and I'll speak to you at the end of this. I'll see you in a bit. So yes, everybody, this week for Grow Guides, we're going to be talking about the elusive CalMag. You'll see, there's a joke in the cannabis community, in the cannabis growers community, at least, that uh, you know, if there's something wrong with the plant, just give it CalMag, you know? Broken mm-hmm. branch, CalMag. Budrat, mm-hmm. CalMag. <laughs> Spider mites, CalMag. And that's uh, because whenever a plant has a problem, people would usually go, oh, you know, looks like a calcium deficiency and it, it just seems to be the thing about people diagnose the most with the cannabis plant you, you find that as well yeah but sometimes those diagnoses you know not, not sometimes frequently that that diagnosis is flawed you know yeah yeah most of the time that's uh it seems to be the wrong option and this is why it turned into a joke you know it's just that it seems everybody's first thing to go for is it must be calmag when it can be so many other different things. Yeah. Well, as we'll discuss as we get down here, a lot of times CalMag problems are actually caused by other nutrients. You know, it's interaction situation. Mm-hmm. We're, we're dealing with we're dealing with a, a the dynamic uh, grow here. Things are going, happening, changing in real time. So, lots of stuff to affect this. Yeah. And the amount of calcium the plant uses is going to differ on the medium as well. Well, not, well, the amount that's available to the plant, at mm-hmm. least, is going to differ from the medium. So if you're in hydro, you're going to, especially cocoa, cocoa uses more CalMag than soil would. You know, in a soil grow, you might not even have to add any extra CalMag at all, because in mm-hmm. a good soil, everything's already going to be in the soil. But, I mean, to start with, we should describe what calcium is and, you know, how a cannabis plant uses it. And... I mean, I didn't know for quite a while after I started to grow, you know, there's NPK, which we covered last week, the nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. And then the fourth one, they're the main three. The plant uses those three and lots of those three. But the next one that comes after those three is calcium. The plant uses a shitload of calcium, man. Right? It does. I guess I just had to buy it for the first time ever. Oh, right. Because you're doing the cocoa grow now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in in the soil you shouldn't really get problems with it, you know. It's... If the soil yeah. is built correctly, you're correct. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's good as soil, and I suppose it would be for Mars because she uses TG's recipe. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, I mean, what, what else can we say about Kyle Michael? Because there's lots to say about it, really. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, a lot of times you, you people come into a site or you'll ask a question, you'll see a problem like that. And calcium, you will see what looks like calcium deficiency. It's a, a very common problem on cannabis plants. Mm -hmm. And CalMag is one thing that can help that. But uh, what I was referring to before saying, you know, people say, oh, yeah, it's a CalMag problem. Might be a CalMag problem, a calcium or a magnesium problem, but it may not be caused by absence of calcium or magnesium. Mm -hmm. Because CalMag, uh, first of all, CalMag is just an acronym. for it, It's both a calcium and a magnesium compound. So in, in grower circles, we just say CalMag. And everybody pretty much knows what we're talking about mm -hmm. there, though. Mm -hmm. But there are, there are there are big elements uh, in your feed that'll lock out calcium or magnesium. One of a big one is um, phosphorus. If you go high PK, yeah. you can knock down, you can suck back the, the uh, or actually inhibit the uptake of uh, calcium and magnesium and cause deficiencies in your plant. So you see something like that, you come in, you say, "Oh, I've got calcium deficiency. Let me add more CalMag." It doesn't fix the problem because the problem's lockout. Mm -hmm. It's not deficiency, and so. CalMag, that's where the secret of CalMag is. You have to know when, when to apply it and when the problem is caused by something else. There's no fast answer here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and there's something I found when I was growing in cocoa back in the cocoa days. You know, it's, I wouldn't, but let, let's start off with when you get your A and B nutrients, you know, your can of A, your can of B, for example, or if you're using advanced nutrients, then you'll have the Sensi Grow, Sensi Bloom. These two ingredients, they're in two separate bottles like that because of calcium. There's calcium in them. And when you mix them together, they calcify. So they keep them in separate bottles to make sure that they don't calcify. So the calcium is going to be useful to your plant. So in these A and B bottled nutrients, there's already a certain amount of calcium and magnesium in those. But at some point, the plant gets big enough to use uh, use up more calcium than what them... Uh, then the A and B bottles are going to have in them. So it needs a, a little bit more supplemented to it. And this is why you go out and get a bottle of CalMag, which is what, that's why it's always called CalMag, which is just calcium and magnesium put together in a bottled nutrient form. So you can just add that to your nutrient solution and it'll be directly available to your plants. But that usually doesn't happen, I have found, until week three or four in cocoa grows. So that's when the plant starts to get a bit big. And it just needs a little bit more calcium. And what you'll find happens, it will look like it, it has a calcium deficiency. And we'll discuss what that looks like in a bit. But it will look like it has a calcium deficiency. But what's probably happened is it has a magnesium deficiency. And you use, because magnesium helps break down the calcium so it can be moved around the plant to where it's needed. And when the magnesium starts to run out, the calcium can't move around so easy. So it looks like there's a deficiency when it's, it's not really deficiency in the medium. It's just not being able to get to the whole plant. So it, it sounds a little complex, but it's really easy to understand. Well, once you, you get your head around it, you know, when you know how the calcium works and what makes it move around the plant and shit. Hmm. So where what does a calcium magnesium deficiency look like? Bob, you, do you know what this looks like? You're a cocoa grower. Um, sadly, yes, I do know what this looks like. Um, <laughs> treated it a few times. So generally, uh, I find depending on what is causing it, it's going to show differently. Um, so if you're, if, if it's because you've got a pH issue, that's locking stuff out, 
um, you're going to see, well, I find I see more rust spots sort of appearing. Um, but if it's simply the, the cow mag that's being locked out, usually I get like an almost dying off brown spots on the edges of the leaves. It starts to yellow off a bit. Um, it's kind of a kind of a hard one. It, again, it depends on what's the reasoning behind it being, and it can look like point. other nutrient deficiencies as well. You know, it, that, exactly. That, it can, you know, be a, it can look like a PK deficiency. It can look like a nitrogen deficiency. The specific things you want to look for for it to be a calcium deficiency. Yeah. Well, one of them is the fact of where that's going to happen because calcium is a mobile nutrient on your plant. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you have a cow mag deficiency, she's going to be pulling that nutrient, the calcium out of your lower, lower branches, trying to move yeah. that up, up high. Mm-hmm. Or if you, if it's because your lights are too high and you're burning, burning the calcium out of the leaves, there's not enough there. Sometimes you'll get the spots will form on the upper, only on the upper part of the canopy. Yeah. Uh, like Bubble Hawk's saying, diagnosing cow mag is going to take some learning, uh, but it's something anybody can do. You just have to, you'll, you'll have to go through a diff- few different scenarios to mm-hmm. see in each case so- no, I was just going to add, I was just going to ask, what's the best, like the first thing you should check then if you suspect it's a CalMag deficiency? Whenever, like you said- you, whenever you get any kind of deficiency like that, you want to check the pH of the medium. You want to make mm. sure that the pH and the EC is correct. Correct. Because okay. if the pH is off, then it doesn't matter how much calcium or any other nutrient is in that is in the medium. The plant won't absorb it in the same way. It's going to have problems if it's too acidic or too alkaline plant's not going to absorb the nutrients it needs so whenever you get any kind of nutrient deficiency ph of the medium is the first thing you check mm-hmm. okay that's good to know so anybody listening if they're uncertain then the first thing you should always check regardless of whether you suspect it's calmag or anything else is check your ph first to make sure mm-hmm. that that's all right. yeah mm-hmm. and then then if you're feeding bottled nutrients again your ec is the next thing you want to check because you want to make sure that you're not your nutrient concentration isn't so high that you're locking out the calmag because mm-hmm. that will definitely happen if, you're, if your concentrations are too high. And then uh, it happens like uh, around week four when you're growing in cocoa specifically, you'll start to see the, the plant just gets a little bit yellower, like all mm-hmm. round. And then the middle leaves and the lower leaves will start to go more yellow on the intra, on the veins of the leaf. Like when you're looking at the leaf uh, down the, the middle of one of the blades and coming off to the side, like little tree roots. Uh, that's what it will look like, like in the intro, intro what the, what's the name of it? The intravenal, I think that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Mm-hmm. The intravenal margins of the plant leaf. If you look there and it's just looking like loads of little bits of yellow, then that probably means you're getting a calcium or a magnesium deficiency. And as I said, you know, it might look like a calcium deficiency, but you might have loads of calcium in there just because it's not able to move around the plant because magnesium helps it do that. And what I used to do is get some Epsom salt. And this is something that uh, people do a lot. This is uh, something that lots of cannabis growers do is you get some Epsom salts and you can get these from a chemist or something. Just make sure that they're uh, unscented. 100% magnesium sulfate is what you're looking mm-hmm. for. And you want to make sure that it doesn't have any scent to it as well. You can get it from the garden shop if you want to, but if you can get it from the garden shop, then it's going to be more expensive because you know it's got gardening on it. So they can charge you more. But if you just go to the, any house store, we'll have Epsom salts and you can just get that unscented Epsom salts, 100% magnesium sulfate. And you'll use like a, a teaspoon of that per gallon. So every four liters for, a, you know, a teaspoon will be plenty. Stir it all in. So it's all properly dissolved. 
and then foliar feed your plants. Don't do it in flower because you, you know, uh, you don't want to spray buds. buds. Mm -hmm. Nope. But when you get to three week three or four in veg, then you start to see the first onsets of the calcium deficiency, you know, maybe week four or five, because it, it takes a couple of weeks before the deficiency starts to show up, even though it's been there for a while, because it uses up the stores inside itself. And then mm -hmm. eventually that shit runs out and yeah. then it will start to show. But then at, at, at week four or five, if you just spray the whole plant with uh, the Epsom salt spray like that. Then that gives the plant magnesium and it, it delivers the magnesium directly to the cells all over the plant. It don't have to go through the roots and that helps take all the calcium, which the plant needs, breaks it back down and, sends it around the plant to wherever it needs to be. And that, that was just something I did all the time growing in cocoa after figuring out the whole calcium problem after week three or four. It's it, become it, part of my routine as well, Mackie. You know, it's one of those things at flip, I just go ahead and spray them. Mm -hmm. Whether they need it or not, give them Calamad yep. spritz. One of those deals. Just helps out, mm -hmm. doesn't it, you know? Yeah, well, it does. But you don't see the uh, the mid-flower. You're not fighting that mid-flower deficiency as much that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think a lot I think a lot of people look over the fact that usually that time frame um if you're coming into mid flower and you're seeing it that's going to be you can generally almost always attribute that to the fact that you've started adding pk and as you've started to add pk you haven't adjusted anything for calcium and magnesium mm -hmm. so all of a sudden you're locking that out as you touched on earlier mm -hmm. so um and that's when it's going to show it's it's not you know you're not going to flip and then all you know all of a sudden it's going to throw all these deficiencies at you it takes time uh even in cocoa even in um you know even i mean dwc that's that's generally going to happen a lot quicker and it will happen quicker in cocoa than it than it generally does in soil but yeah you, usually that's where i find if it's going to happen that's where it happens mm. and that's why march you're a new cocoa grower so do you have questions specifically about cow making in that aspect Mm, not yet i've just noticed that i've been instructed to use it a lot <laughs> well, like we said it's uh it's it's like the fourth thing that a plant's going to use behind npk you yeah. have calcium then magnesium yeah. you know it's major nutrients so right. you need to make sure that there's plenty of it provided for the plant but when it's when it's small and young you know the first few weeks of its life it's not really going to use a lot and the a and b of the nutrients you're already using will be covering that, that amount of calcium magnesium when it starts mm -hmm. to get a little bit bigger, it needs some more, and that's where you'll supplement it. Uh, right. You can just well, and also also because she's in cocoa, you know, that's the other thing that we haven't even talked about yet is the fact that cocoa requires CalMag just for the cocoa, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just to keep the cocoa maintained and and quote unquote healthy and running right. You got to put CalMag on every feed yeah. just to make sure it's there. Yeah, and right. I mean, if you go back and listen to our episode on growing in cocoa as well, then we explain that uh, in mm -hmm. a lot of detail about how to buffer the cocoa and why you do that. And, and was that, sorry, Mark. was one of the reasons for that for the CalMag in the cocoa as well was I think it was explained and maybe I I understood it wrong, but the CalMag helped to um, ensure that the cocoa didn't absorb the nutrients that I was adding. But it's the, the, the cocoa it. doesn't absorb the calcium specifically. Right. You'll, you'll leave the cocoa soaking in a calcium rich solution you know put like four times as monkey you you buffer your cocoa right yeah i, I do buffer it it's i do a, a double buffer process on it right so it's better for you to explain the whole buffering thing than me because i don't buffer mine well when, when cocoa is harvested generally uh there there's a chemical bond of, of a chemical in the cocoa that is nothing more than salt it's sodium fluoride um and we really don't want that in in the in the cocoa 
for our cannabis plants. And it just so happens that this CalMag has a, a situation to where it has a higher binding efficient, efficient, affinity to the cocoa than the sodium chloride does. So when you soak the cocoa in a solution of CalMag, the CalMag, the uh, cocoa gives up the sodium ions and picks up the CalMag ions. And so right. it actually it actually balances that up to the full charge. He's breaking up while he's giving so, us all this info. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's my there's my dodgy internet again. No, it's just because he's an AI, AI program, really. Monkey isn't real. It's just the uh, the bandwidth. Chatbot. That's all it is. Chatbot. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, once the cocoa is charged correctly, and I think that is the word that you use when a cocoa is buffered properly, is if the cocoa yeah. is properly charged. At that point, it can it can act as a sponge and not actually absorb any more of the cow. It's just basically holds it as a reservoir and lets the plant have it. Mm -hmm. It's not properly, if it's not properly charged, the the cocoa will fight the plant for it and the cocoa is going to win. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I didn't realize that it was like, that's why you soak it in the cow mag solution at the beginnings that sort of takes care of it for the entire grow. I thought maybe the cow mag was added to do that every time. No. Sort of, yeah. sort of, and the the interesting part about that is, is you know, after you grow, you're growing in in the cocoa. The cocoa is very, very slowly breaking down. So every mm-hmm. time one of these cocoa fibers breaks, it has another another uh, loose end on it. That loose end has an eye on it. Needs to be balanced. So the entire cocoa grow, you're actually rebuffering your cocoa every time you water it. As the cocoa breaks down, it needs to have new new CalMag added to it. That's why if you're going to reuse your cocoa, you're always encouraged to wash it and rebuffer it. Right. Okay. Like I, I use cocoa with ev- every feed. Every mm-hmm. feed I'm using CalMag yes. in cocoa. Um, I mean, from, from seedling on, I do it. Yes. Right. Oh, I'm day one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, like you just used a, a, it's a small amount as well. And it? it's like I used to use half a milliliter, ridiculously small amount of uh, CalMag. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm using about three quarter mil uh, all the way up through flour. Then I go to a one mil per liter in flour. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. it. It's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it keeps the plant happy. That's all you need. Yeah, but it's it's specifically more important to be using CalMag when the plants are in flower. Yeah, when the plants are in uh, hydroponic mediums like cocoa or DWC and things like that. Uh, but when you go into the soil, soil usually has plenty of calcium and magnesium in the soil already that should last the rest of the grow. But you know, it might not do. You might have to supplement it, and you can do the same thing. You know. Just uh, get some CalMag from the grow shop or the gardening store, and you can use that and just water it into the medium, and then it's straight away available to the plant that'll be able to use it. Yep. But if you're growing organically, then you have to uh, you know, work things a little bit differently. You have to use organic sources. And just like everything else, if you want to get a good source of calcium or any other nutrients, if you're growing organically, compost is the answer, man. Even better if you can use vermicompost. That would be even better. Well, if you want to grow organically and go CalMag organically, that's not very difficult, really, because you can do what's called WCA, where you're dissolving eggshells and vinegar, and you'll, what you'll end up with is a calcium-rich uh, solution of basically water and calcium ions after you, you formulate that. Mm. And then you can also use just plain old Epsom salts for your magnesium source. Uh, Epsom salts are actually considered organic. Uh, they're not, you mm. know, it's so, yeah, you can be, be certified organic and, and use Epsom salts on it though, but that cool. that would be an organic option to or or a non-commercial option to CalMag. 
Mm-hmm. But you probably also want to make sure those are unscented Epsom yeah. salts. Mm-hmm. You don't want mm-hmm. the lavender yeah. scented, I'm sure. Yeah. Or Might whatever. Some nice terpenes, huh? Yeah, fuck well, who yeah. you talks, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah epsom salt is the best way to go i mean it's just it so is. easy to use that shit and you, you just spray a fine mist bottle around the uh around the plants on the top and the bottom of the leaves you know cover the plant with it man yeah it'll be buy fine a, buy a small bag of, of just plain epsom salts you will have it for years no i don't know i'll go to the i'll go to like boots we have in the uk the house store and i'm like oh right need some epsom salts for this this plant and then I'll use like half a teaspoon into a liter of water, you know, just a fucking tiny bit. Mm-hmm. And I'll buy a kilo of it or something, maybe even a couple of kilos. I don't know. I'll buy a lot of it. It's only like two pound. Mm-hmm. And I'll use a little bit for the plant. And then the rest I'll just pour into a hot bath and just chill with right. the essence salts, man. Be like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is nice. For that too. You know so what I'm saying? For both of those reasons. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Treat yourself, you know. If, if you suspect yeah. a calcium deficiency on your plant, go get some magnesium salts to help the calcium move around the plant. I'll give you a little Epsom salt spray and then have, you, have yourself a nice hot bath and don't worry about the calmag deficiency anymore because it's salt. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I was say, even, even if <laughs> even if it doesn't and it all goes tits up, you've got a nice warm bath. Exactly. By the way. Exactly. <laughs> Now, it might be good to mention for new growers here that sometimes when you see calmag deficiencies on plants, once you start seeing those calcium spots form, they're not going to go away even after you've stopped the mm-hmm. deficiency. What, you, what you're trying to do is the progression of any further spots. Yeah. The, uh, the old damage will harden off and the plant will do whatever it has to do to, to either get rid of it or, or work around it. Yeah. But it's, so, it's, it's not a deficiency. It's still there. But if it's not getting worse, you fixed it. Mm. yeah yeah so just so you know what that looks like as well as we said the leaves on the bottom and the middle of the plant are going to start to go a little bit yellow Uh, and because the calcium is being moved from the bottom of the plant to places where it needs it like the new shoots where the new stuff's growing so it takes it from the bottom and moves it where it needs to move to so that's why the uh, bottom and the middle leaves will start to go a bit yellow you'll also see burnt tips sometimes on the tip of the blades of the leaves they'll go a little bit brown uh, that's a good sign to say that you're getting a calcium deficiency as well. And then somebody mentioned the rust spots as well, just little brown spots on yeah. the leaves. You really know? common. You see that mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, you know, to treat it, if it's in late veg, then some magnesium sulfate, you know, Epsom salt spray would be mm-hmm. fucking great for it. That works really well. Or you can start adding more CalMag into your nutrient solution. Mm-hmm. And it's better to use that with every feed as well. It's like, like uh, I mean, in cocoa, at least in hydroponics, then you want to use a small amount of CalMag every feed rather than like once a week giving a shitload of it. You know, try and keep it balanced and consistent and the plants will be much happier with the consistency rather than a big dose once a week. That was uh, something that was very enlightening when I first started growing cannabis is that these plants thrive on consistency. They don't want you to change the feed, so... Don't constantly be chasing it. You know, if you find something that works and everything's happy, you're good. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, and you don't don't have to be running high either. You know, no. the, the plant the, these plants will happily run between one and one point four their entire life and never have an issue, and you'll still get a nice crop. But just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one point two is perfect, man. I mean, I've run so many crops at one point two. It just seems yeah. to be right in, in that position. But, you know, some will it's have a little bit more, some will have a bit less. It's a good number. 
But yeah, organics, when we get to organics, it gets, I wouldn't say it gets a little bit more complex, but it, it takes longer for the calcium magnesium to become available to the plant. This is the privilege of using salt-based nutrients is when you feed it to the medium, when you put it in the medium, then the plant will absorb it straight away. But when you're using mm -hmm. organic shit, then it needs to be put into the medium and then the bacteria and the microbes need to break down the whatever it is you put in there to make it plant available first. So they'll then eat it and shit it out. And that's what the plant will absorb. So it takes a little bit longer to fix the calcium problem. If there is one, of course you have the magnesium thing that still works on organic plants. As long as they're not in flower, don't spray any flowering plants with it. Get it later in veg. If you can just the Epsom salt spray works great, but uh, you can also use eggshells and people have been bringing this up in this, in the, um, in the chat as well. Yeah, that's well, what I use. I do it all the time. I'm, what, I'm going, what's your process? Well, that's what I said. I, actually, my eggshells, I'm using it in cocoa. So I'm actually just soaking the eggshells in vinegar till they completely dissolve. Strain that out. And then that goes into my nutrient solution. I've actually got a calcium, a, a liquid calcium solution made from eggshells. And nice. it works beautiful. You know, <laughs> I use, I use uh, rainwater and there's no calcium at all in that. Most tap mm -hmm, water mm -hmm. has some residual calcium in it. So I use the uh, WCA solution to to basically harden my water again to get it where I need it and to make it get the plants happy. Works great. Mm -hmm. Eggshells are a good good source. Uh, Stonewolf says, "Really make your hat." And how do you apply cow mag to soil? Well, like I said, you can use the salt based nutrients versions of it. You can use those and uh, we. That one, it's different. Say, you know, like I said, the uh, hydro that you'd just give a small amount every week, uh, every feed rather than once a week, you're doing a big amount. With soil, it's different, and it? you want to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not really a soil, a salt soil grower anyway. I've done organics, but I've never done salt based nutrients in a soil grow. Uh, so I'm not too sure how that works, but as far as I know, it's like one, you'd, but one feed, you'd put feed in, and then the next feed it would be just water. So it's probably, uh, I don't know, you'd use the calcium, magnesium, the CalMag twice a week rather than every feed. You know what I mean? That That's just what would make sense. But I'm not experienced in growing in soil with uh, salt-based nutrients, so I wouldn't want to say too much about that. I probably won't. Well, I just it, used to use dolomitic lime when I mixed it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that's it. Uh, dolomite lime works and garden lime as well. That, that works as a source of calcium too, which slowly gets broken down and given to the plant. Apparently fish meal is good as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, eggs used to be easy to get hold of. It doesn't seem to be the case so much anymore. But uh, yeah, eggshells, man, you just grind that shit up and leave it to soak in vinegar for a while. And you can use that as part of your nutrient solution, like Monkey said. And then mm -hmm. you would just uh, mix it in with your water. And that's how you deliver calcium to the plant. It's an easy way. It's cheap too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a, I think Chris Trump has something on his page on how to do that. If, if you can't figure it out, go to YouTube and just, you know, Google it. Mm -hmm. Search for Chris Trump and he's always got good videos on all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's it, man. Just the, the easiest way to deal with it, like I said, like I've said a few times, that Epsom spray, the Epsom salts, you know, a teaspoon per gallon, you know, like every four liters or so use a teaspoon. And I'd use like a third of a teaspoon in a liter of water. That works out about right. It doesn't need to be precise. You know, you just need to deliver a nice amount to the plants. And make sure it's all shook up well so it's properly dissolved. And that's got me over lots of 
calcium deficiencies, man. And and then you know just feed a small amount of CalMag for each of the for each feed after that if you're in hydro, but every couple of feeds after that, uh, if you're in soil, and things will be pretty balanced. You you shouldn't really see a calcium magnesium deficiency after that. But just uh, try and understand how important calcium is to the plant. You know, this is the fourth nutrient that the plant is going to use. You know, so underneath MPK, calcium comes next. So the plant needs plenty of it. But, you know, don't take the piss. Don't don't feed it the same amount as you would feed your A and B because your A and B also has some calcium and magnesium in it as well. You're using the CalMag specifically as a, a supplement to go along with the main food. Makes sense, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, we just want to say, you know, just don't assume that when your plant get looks a little bit ill, looks a little bit yellow, or it's got some spots on the leaves or anything like that, don't just assume straight away that it's CalMag because there could be other things going wrong. And if you don't get a proper diagnosis and figure out what's actually going on with the plant, you could just make the problem worse. So if you do have any issues and you need any help with, uh, if you think it's calcium, magnesium deficiency, or anything else, of course then head over to persysgrowing.com and we're always happy to help you out. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, head over to Persys, put a post up with a picture, be like, there's something mm -hmm. wrong. Give us some info on the grow and we'll be able to properly diagnose what the issue is. Yes, lots of experienced growers over there who have seen many plant deficiencies in the past. So and we give shy. advice without attitudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and we have well, a few, uh, I mean, it's, what else can we add here about uh, calcium, magnesium? What brands would you recommend? I would use just use I use just Vitalink. It's just a standard calcium magnesium thing. It's not made for cannabis or anything. It's made for many different plants. I've used both the GH and the uh, Botanic Cares, and right now I'm using Botanic Care. Right. Um, one difference I've noticed is is look at the uh, all cow mag seems to have a little bit of nitrogen in it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you base sometimes basing your decision based upon the nitrogen content is a good idea. The one I use is a, is a two zero zero, um, and I have to always remember that when I get into flower mm. that I've always got that little bit of nitrogen in the background. Yeah, that's a good point. Now check the ingredients of your cow mac as well and see if it's got anything else in there. Yeah, every manufacturer makes it slightly different. So yeah, mm -hmm. read the labels. What about you, Bob? What do you use? Yeah, I was, was going to say I use the Green Planet stuff. Right. Um, and that comes from calcium and magnesium nitrates. So mm -hmm. it's a, I think it's a 200 or a 400. I can't, can't remember. I, again, I don't even use, I don't use that much of it, just enough to keep that, um, the cocoa and the plant happy. Mm -hmm. And I generally don't have an issue. And I do, the only time I do bump it up is coming into flower, um, is I'll bump that cow mag up just a bit to offset the fact that I'm adding more PK. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also at that price, at that point, I'm it's really looking at the pH because it kind of goes weirdly. I don't, I don't know why, but for me, um, I'm having to add pH up prior to flower and adding the PK. And then when I'm adding PK, I've got to go the other way and I'm adding um, pH down. Mm -hmm. So there's this switch when you add PK that just ups that um, that pH. So that can be part of the problem too. But usually that's when I'm adding more CalMag anyway, and I'm I'm pretty well eyes on it. I test every bucket. Every every time anything's going in, it's being tested before it goes in. Oh, yeah. So I know the EC, I know the pH and all of that. Um, and if I do see a problem, I'm checking runoffs. So mm -hmm. this is the beauty of cocoa. 
um, to be a little bit harder to do that in um, in soil grows. Mm. So it's, um, even if you do diagnose it, working out it may it, you know again if it's pH, you have to check your soil pH. If it's something to do with um, the plant being locked out from certain other nutrients because of other nutrient input, then yeah, that again in soil that's a little bit harder to diagnose. Um, so but yes, yeah, Marge has recently stepped over the, to the cocoa side. I have. So what are you choosing for your cow mag? Have you decided? Yeah, I already bought it. General Hydroponics. It was recommended. So that's Mm -hmm. the one I bought. Nice. It it works. I've used it before. It works fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's it. It's all pretty much the same kind of thing. There'll be subtle differences with each brand that you use, but it's all essentially the same shit. So just grab yourself some cow mag and it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it as well. And, you know, you buy yourself a liter of it for 30 quid and that will last you many, many, many grows. So yeah. Cow mag's not overly expensive. I think I pay 60 bucks for five liters of it. Something like that. It's reasonably cheap compared to other nutrients. Mm. So definitely check that shit out, man. Make sure you have a bottle on hand just in case. But yeah, that's everything really we could say about uh, CalMag. Is there anything else, anything to add there, anybody? We good? I think we covered all of it. We have a couple of questions in the um, in the listener mail section, which relate to CalMag as well. Uh, from MC Grower here, it says, what are homemade ways of getting CalMag to your plant? Uh, One of them we touched on was that WCA and Epsom salts is uh, homemade. Mm-hmm. basically yeah eggshells and vinegar and just epsom salt and you can uh there's actually if you go to percy sparky put up a thread he makes his own homemade cow mag so there is a thread at hersey or at percy's <laughs> on how to use these materials to make make up a mix that you can actually use for your grow the options there uh what's pretty easy too when you say like epsom salts eggshells vinegar i mean that's pretty easily accessible stuff it's yeah. just time, isn't it? Letting them eggshells dilute into the vinegar, that takes a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to let that go for a month or so like that, usually. What I do is I'm using one, I have a liter now that I'm using and I've got another one brewing and I just alternate them. Nice. Like every six months I get, in, I get, you know, change it out. How many eggs do you use, Monkey? Shoot, if I don't know. Man, in this thing? You're talking about to make it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you just take the eggshells and you take a liter of vinegar. And I like to pulverize the eggshells in a, in a grinder first. Into like six eggshells. No, it's just, I added just a, a handfuls of them. And then whatever dissolves is fine. Whatever doesn't dissolve, it's thrown after, after I pour off the liquid, it goes into my compost bin. So, mm-hmm. you know, works oh, pretty cool. good. You can tell pretty much when it's ready because the pH will go close to neutral. You know, vinegar is going to be highly acidic. And then as, mm. as the uh, calcium carbonate from the eggshell starts dissolving, it's going to bring it then closer to neutral. And by the time you get to the center, your eggshell shouldn't be dissolving anymore. So you should be coming out between 6.5 and 7.5 on the material when it's done, if it's done right. Yeah. It's, and uh, the Epsom salt thing is, is just, yeah, I think it's a good home way, homemade way of doing things. Just a little bit of Epsom salt into some water and then mist spray it onto the plants and on the leaves on the top side and the bottom side. They love that shit. They love that. Every grow I've done with that, they've been very happy plants. So Epsom salts is a good way to do things, man. Make sure you have some Epsom salts. 
So, yeah. And, of course, a bottle of CalMag. Just keep that on the side as well, just in case you need it. Uh, where is the best time to stop adding CalMag? Well, when you flush, really. If you're going to do a flush, then, you know, that, that's when you'll stop doing it. Otherwise, just keep giving it to the plant. The plant needs it. Yeah. Uh, Some people even flush with CalMag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I've always fed it from start to finish, so and I don't, I never did a very long flush in my cocoa grows, only a week or so. Yeah, yeah. I only usually about a week. Yeah, never. No, I mean, like maximum two weeks. And you know, and, and all I've also chopped down plants before which haven't been flushed. Like, oh, that looks done. Fuck it, I'm cutting it. Yeah, and, and you know, it's been fine <laughs> as well. You know, it's it's just that old thing. You know, and we should do an episode on it. I think is flushing a myth. Almost, you know, what was that monkey? I said it's almost bro science of when, when to cut it, mm-hmm. and flush it, and all that's it's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, no real answer that ever works for you. That one, I'm, uh, I'm always just using it to encourage a bit of fade. That's it, stripping yeah, out like there, stripping out the rest, let it eat what it's got left. It's, I'm not doing it for any other reason. And yeah, MC grow, I'm switching. To- Sorry, monkey. I said one it has a week left when I switch to just water, and sometimes that's two weeks. But yeah, mm. I aim for a week. If I get two, oh well. Yeah, yeah. And then another one from MC Grow as well. He said, uh, "Also, would it be different between photos and autos when you would add and how much?" Mm, yeah. That's no. Yeah, you treat autos like a cannabis plant, man. When they yeah. need the calcium, give them the calcium. It's always about the same thing. There's not too much difference between the two. But I did see Mix ask a question about about CalMag in the forum. And I noticed this as well, is when uh, everybody was growing on HPS at one point and then people started to slowly move over to using LED lights instead. And when you started to use LEDs, especially purples or blurples, then you'd need to use more calcium because uh, you know the, the LED lights are more intense in, in a specific spectrum that seems to make them use up more CalMag. So people start to use uh, a lot more calcium, magnesium, but I'm, I'm not too sure. You know, I mean, because you, it's not really science, uh, but it, it's you don't know if it was because the plants were needing more calcium and magnesium because the lights are more intense, or whether people were just getting used to using LEDs and was keeping it six feet, six inches away from the plant. It, you know, there's a certain height you, which you kept HPS. It couldn't have been six inches. Surely it wasn't. Six I, inches is real close. Yeah, yeah, with HPS as well. Oh, but that number's got <laughs> wrong. I can't be right there. That's it's a, been it's been that long. That's a fire hazard. That yeah, is. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it's sixteen to eighteen. Is that right? That sounds but, bad. Yeah. But what might have been the case is because people were using LEDs and they the weren't used to it. Maybe that yeah, because it it was a lot cooler than a HPS. Then you could get them much closer to your plants without them mm. being burnt by the light, you know? So maybe people had the LEDs closer and it was causing light bleaching. Uh, and that's what made people think they needed more calcium. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I'm not too sure about it, whether it does or not. But anybody else uh, think about mm. any of that? You know, did you notice I mean, that I, when HPS moved it. over to LED? I, I did notice it. Mm. No, it, it's like, it's, I mean, you know, that's like this big uproar about, oh, you know, moving to LED and it turning more cow magnet. It's negligible. Like, yes, they, it does need a bit more, but it's not like it needs 20 mil in, you know, per 10 litres more. It's just just a little bit more. 
because it's more intense light. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't, the closest I normally get my lights is going to be within a foot of that light. Yeah. Preferably. I mean, you know, it happens sometimes they outgrow that and you've got other issues to deal with. But if I, if you're, if you're at that third, it, it's no more, you know, no more different to a HPS if you're within that foot from the top of the tops to the light. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a little bit, notice a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Because they are intense lights, isn't it? I suppose the HPS were, they gave off a lot of light, but they also gave off a lot of heat. So, well, yeah, the heat's the other thing. I think, well, mm. you got, you know, with that extra heat, you've got extra evaporates. So, mm. you know. Yeah. So, not sure about that one mix. Uh, just use as much calcium magnesium as your plant can handle. And then it will start telling you if you're putting too much in. Uh, that's just uh, like darker leaves and rust spots again. So, you know, it gets a bit confusing when they both shows the same thing. Like you got brown spots. Is that too much or not enough? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just look for I thick dropped... leaves and an overfed plant is what you want to look for. If you think it's too much. Sorry, Bob. I dropped a, I was going to say, I dropped a couple of um, photos in like graphics in the chat, in the meet, in the meeting chat. And right. it just shows you calcium deficiency and then a magnesium deficiency. So, kind of gives you a bit of an idea i don't know if you can throw that up on the screen or whatever but um that's why i popped them in there for you but no, there there is uh threads on percy's that have uh pictures that will yeah, show you everything that's you need how yeah. percy's is has always got the answers yes so yeah man i mean that's all the listener mail questions as well is there anything else to add do you think i think that's it right uh, so we're gonna Sorry, have man. next week off. Well, we'll move, move to the outro. Let's move to the outro. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's Grow Guides. If you have any questions about this episode, then you can, of course, find us over at slash forum. We've got some real nice competitions going on over there right now. And we're going to have some good competitions coming up in the near future as well. So if you are not a member of Percy's Grow Room yet, make sure you get over there and sign up. You are all more than welcome to come and join us. It would be great to have you over there as a member. So don't be shy. Come and say hello over at Percy's. There's also the Discord server. You can come and join us on Discord. And you you just have to click the link that is in the description of this download. So just head there, click it, and you'll be able to join our Discord server. It would be good to see you there as well as over at Percy's. This episode goes out on Friday. Usually we do our live show on Sundays, but we are busy this weekend. So we're not going to be able to do the live show. But next week, there's going to still be three episodes that will just all be interviews. So no cannabis news and no grow guides. It's just going to be three interviews next week for you. And we have uh, Jordan River. Nikki and Swami who have both been on the show before and we also have a really cool interview with the CEO of HLG the lighting company and we get to find out more about the sponsors over at PersysGrowRoom.com it's a real cool interview you learn a lot about how their lights work and stuff so tune in next week for them epic interviews and thank you as usual for downloading this episode of the Grow Guides if you have any questions feel free to come and ask us it'll be good to hear from you but have a good weekend stay high stay safe And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.